What is dating like in San Francisco for a new queer? What sort of things do race and culture bring up? Should you go on a weekend away to a clothing optional retreat as a first date? This is basically life, looking at how folks are sexing, loving, and living. And I'm your host, Tiff Nugo. Hi, I'm Kibone Moloko, and I am by day building design and research teams at The Birdhouse, and I'm also the co-founder and CEO of an incredible organization called The Q Network, based in South Africa. That's Kibone, pronouns she, her. Kibone is the CEO and founder of Q Network, a badass boo living in Cali, but always blessing us with trips home, and the travel non-influencer you want to see in the world, serving us on the gram. This one is smart, brilliant, beautiful, and here to change things. Okay, so now we're gonna start this whole vibe, this whole vibe. So the way that I start my podcast, right, mm -hmm. is I have my segment called Inner the Streets. And I didn't warn you about this, oh, but you got to pull wow. up the last three things you Googled. The yeah. last three things The th last thing you Googled. Because like, Are you guys, sure? no, because because stuff, <laughs> stuff that people, the stuff that people I Google clear my is well. Why do you clear your history? What are you, what are you hiding? Okay, let me what? be honest. The reason why I care about history is because of travel. As you know, I'm oh. like an avid traveler. You are. So like the algorithms don't count for you or towards your benefit if you do not clear your history when you are actually booking flights, booking hotels, all of those things. Are you serious? Yep. Please Wait. take it. That's one of the things that you have to make sure that you do. Every single time you go onto whatever, your laptop, your phone, or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and you are trying to like book things, look up pricing for anything, like make sure that the next time you do it, you actually clear your cash and your history because otherwise like it tracks your search and then it will actually increase the pricing. What? Yeah. Okay, no, that's a, that's a brilliant tip. I hope everyone picked <laughs> up why. that tip. Okay. Yeah, totally. Okay, so let's okay. see. The last, I mean, there's so many. Um, so the last thing, well, the very last thing was mm -hmm. European time. European time, wait, just European time in general. <laughs> I feel like Europe has different times. <laughs> I know, I know. Your so racism is talking, showing. I know, I know. Like, I'm just like, oh. So yeah. I was talking to someone and we're supposed to have, and anyway, have a meeting next week. And they were like, oh, I'm in European time. I was like, what the hell is that? Like, is there even such a thing as European time? Just tell that's, me which country you're in. Yeah, that sounds like African type. Absolutely. Like, Who the hell? Like, so I was like, just tell me which country you're in so I can look up what your time zone is. And that's why I just Googled and I was like, screenshot, sent it to them. This is what comes up when you say European time. Because you're a hot goddamn just because. I'm just like, okay, so what's next? Mm -hmm. Mine are so, like, they're so chilled. The next one was hotels and resorts because I was actually, booking okay, this one is super interesting I was actually booking a night for Chelsea my wife um, to spend because we're part right now obviously like I'm in South Africa she's back in the Bay Area in California and it is a really important milestone for her that she's celebrating like and so I thought what do I do for her while I'm away just to make her feel special and to have her feel like oh my wife still thinks about me so I actually googled and I booked her a really beautiful hotel in Napa Valley so that's where she's why am I not married to you <laughs> I just I played myself, bruh. Like you did. You I did need that. to go back in time yeah. and be like, the train left you. Like I need <laughs> to go back in time and be like, yo, ma, was good though. <laughs> like, but was really good. Though. You got left by the train. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. And then the third last thing was hot pot yoga in Johannesburg, Melrose Studio. Because did you, I'm trying did you find to it? I did. I found it. So I know someone, actually we met on Instagram, which is so wild, but really cool. Such a beautiful soul. Um, and they are in, they live in Asia and I can't even remember what country. That's only the reason why I said Asia. Because, you know, I know Asia is not the country. Are you now going but, to Google Asian time? <laughs> I mean, it, it so, is what it is. It yeah, is what it is. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. And so they are here in Johannesburg as well, the same time that I'm here. And we were like, oh my God, we should meet up. And they actually said something to me, which was, which is something that I love so much, but we don't get to often do this. They were like, I'm so keen on 
meeting and connecting with people on like meaningful, like meaningful dates, so to speak. Right. Mm. Like every time we think of meeting up, we're always going to a restaurant or, you know, meeting at an event. mm. What if we could meet, um, at places or activities that we do on a daily basis. So I was like, let's go on a yoga date. Like, that's, that's actually amazing. Super cool, yeah. And I love that because that's how you really get to know a person as well, like a little bit deeper, a little bit differently, you know, like when you're in an, an environment that you otherwise wouldn't have been in or doing like an activity that you wouldn't have otherwise. Like done. not normal friendship dates exactly. or whatever. Yeah. Like it's it's like that culture. You, okay, actually, you know what? This is this is how you end yeah. this, this segment. Oh. I'm actually just going to end the shit out the segment and we're going to then get into the next one. Awesome. So, now you've talked about vaguely in the last segment, doing meaningful things. So, what has dating been like for you, my baby? Like, because you're here, living in the States, and then, yeah. like, like, just now you're married. Oh, gosh, congratulations. Woo, the stars of a line. But the grind, yeah. what has the grind been like to just get to that place yeah. of, like, where you are now what's yeah. dating been like so wild um well thank you firstly i'm married to my best friend and oh, i think that's the and i love this for you so much like you want some more cheese with your crackers but also i love that exactly Fucking love that. i love the cheese um i think like for me dating was interesting and i'm gonna be really really honest here so i obviously grew up here at home in south africa right like i think like even coming to terms with my identity really happened like maybe in my early 20s mm-hmm. I even remember I was like dating a guy then and I was like bro listen <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I might want to see a girl yeah <laughs> like, you know, a woman, you know? I'm, like I'm, I might want else. a little something some different exactly mm-hmm. and what's amazing about that person is he was so open and just like very supportive about it and he was like look like I know that you're my person and I want you to be my person for life, at that time, we were like 23. But anyway, we'll leave that story for another time. Um, and then, and he was like, but you know what? Like, it's gonna, it matters for you to figure yourself out. Mm-hmm. I would never want to wake up 10 years down the line and you feel like you, you know, you needed and wanted and wanted to express yourself differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where it kind of started. So like my dating life while I was here wasn't as, like it, I don't know, it was almost like experimentation in the very early stages, right? Mm-hmm. Like, really, I was in solid relationships, though. Like, two, three years, like, solid relationships until I moved to Thailand for a year and then the U.S. And when I got there and I remember, I told myself, I'm going to San Francisco. This is, like, you know. Queer utopia. Capital. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> You yeah. know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. The queer cat- capital of the world. And, like, I need to explore my sexuality and, like, who I am as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. So I got there and the first person that I met in person, so I was doing my master's degree, and they were like, get on the apps. Like, get, get on, the, on apps. the apps. The apps. I was on all of them. For real, for real? Like, the Bumble, apps be doing a thing? I'm telling you. Bumble. I started with Tinder. Tinder's a little shady, though. No, it's Tinder stay shady, though. <laughs> Tinder, Tinder stay shady now. Tinder is very shady. So I got on to like Bumble. I got on to, what were the other ones? I remember her. So H-E-R. Yeah. Apps. Um, that's where I actually met Chelsea. We'll get to that story. Oh, um, I love that. I know. Okay. I know. We yeah. actually met on a dating app. Oh, no, I love wild. this. No, you, you, you're doing my whole interview <laughs> for me. Shit, bitch. I should just be like, look, here are the questions. Just handle your business. <laughs> Pretty much. So, like, I spent a year, and that was really my goal, to be honest with you, because I was like, I want to spend a year getting to know, one, myself, but mm-hmm. also really meeting people that I connected with, you mm-hmm. know, that I felt like um, I could hang with. And mm-hmm. I did. I dated a lot. And the culture there also is, it allows you to be able to do that, right? Okay. It allows you to be able to go on a couple of dates, you know, get to know a person. And if if it's not it, it's not it. You move on, mm-hmm. you know? And it's a very mutually beneficial situation because you get to really understand, like, who is for you and who's not. Okay. So I spent a year <laughs> I spent a year doing that. Wow, have I ever told the story publicly? Anyway. No, I love this. I love this for this podcast. Like, frick, I love this for this part. Like, that's one of the most beautiful things I love about hosting this podcast. Yeah. We're just hearing people's, like, legitimate stories where I'm like, 
okay. And they're like, I don't I haven't told the story. And I'm like, I love this for me. Yeah. Okay. So you just yeah. did the things. So were yeah. you like having sex with these people? Like, was it like intimate dates? Were you trying different things in terms of dating as well? Like, yeah. well, obviously not hot pot yoga. Were you hot pot yoga? <laughs> like, were you, was it, was it like one of those like montages where it's, a hot pot yoga and then you've gone hiking oh, and yeah. then you totally. always like it was that's a montage a very bay area thing as well though like that's a very bay area thing like you you go on all kinds of dates people love to go on hiking dates in the bay area which oh like after God. a while i was like this is enough i'm like so done with this sure, <laughs> no, like you got now you got an ass like so whoa dope. because exactly. you hiked exactly. four times no, in the last you. month <laughs> No, totally. And yeah, like that's the fun thing. And that's the thing for me that kind of changed the game. Because yes, I was going on different dates. It wasn't just dinner or, you know, movie, party, you know, mm-hmm. the traditional stuff. We yeah, where are you in the club? Day, in the club. In the club. <laughs> so it was like, we're going canoeing and we're going hiking. Are I mean, you serious? Also, I will tell you about one of my hottest dates. I don't even know if this is what I'm going to share, but no. I will share it with you. I promise. I love it. I love it. So, um... And it was, yeah, some some people, of course, you know, if you build an intimate connection, that's what you build. Mm-hmm. Um, and then most people not, you know. So, like, it was, so, it's just, it's really, and it's Russian roulette, hey? Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, you're going on dates and some dates are terrible. Yeah. But, totally. but some dates are, like, really good. Yeah. But even then, like, it's not, you know, for example, I built two really close friend relationships from that dating experience. I love queerness for this. Absolutely. You go on a date and you realize, oh, wow, I'm attracted to who you are as a person. I'm attracted to your soul. But romantically, we're just not. That's not it's not vibes. Mm. Exactly. So it's like, I literally, even till today, I still have very two close friends who I met through that dating experience. And that's what I really liked about it. I was able to open myself up, you know, to like different experiences. Um, back on that, I, that hot date. I, I want to hear the hot date. Hot date. <laughs> hot, hot date. Okay, yes, yeah. So there's a place called um, ORR or Hot Springs up in Mendocino. It's like um, still in Northern California. And it's a clothing optional like hot springs. Clothing place. optional. Clothing I, optional. I, I love Nobody the, I opts love... for the clothing. I'm just, just, I, 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 the minute you put clothing optional oh and then somebody God. brings clothing, you're like, are you yes. lost? Wait, it was optional. It was optional. <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> and for me, this was the first experience. I was actually really, really scared about it initially. So this person invites me and they're like, hey, here's this place. I really want to go. I've always wanted to do it. Like, tell me how comfortable you feel about it. And initially mm-hmm. I was a bit apprehensive, you know, because I was like, I'm not quite sure if I want to see other people's bodies. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're like, like we can't just be out here nude all the time. Totally. What do you mean? Yeah, like. Totally. But we did. And like, we went out, we went up there for the weekend. Um, it, it was a weekend, but it, it was a whole weekend. It was a weekend date. Oh, snap. No joke. Oh, damn. <laughs> like, I thought it was like a three-hour no, thing. You drive No, you drive three hours into the mountain to go for three hours. Oh, baby. Okay, you did not tell me we were driving for three hours, number one. You did not tell me the ETA. Wild. Wait, so it was a weekend date. Yeah. Was this a first date? It was a first date. That is the most lesbian shit I've ever heard. <laughs> like, how are you committing to a... An, a weekend. I know, it was so. Okay. It was really cool, though. I mean, the person was super respectful, you know, and they mm-hmm. were very like, "Look, you you need to be as comfortable as you you can be." Um, we got there, and even the facilities, like you know, they were so supportive of us, like being feeling safe, mm. you know. Um, and they, you know, there's strict rules there: no phones, no, you know, those kind yeah, of things. Yeah. Next like, thing you know, your area. your next titties you know, on I'm, the internet. Like, can you imagine being uh, sold for how much? But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, good price though because you got a great I mean, set it must be <laughs> like you got a great set but like that's not the Thanks, vibe with the... <laughs> no it's not the vibe that's not the profile we're going for maybe if we're having a midlife crisis yeah no then we'll all open only fans <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean it was cool it was a very different date and i felt like it opened me up to um just realize realizing that like we put so much around like what we're expected to do, especially when it comes to like dates and like meeting people and how we connect with people, how we judge people, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that kind of thing. And it just helped me to really just enjoy myself in my naked self with this person that I clearly didn't know as much. Yeah. Um, as you know, you'd probably expect for you to be comfortable enough to be in a space like that with them. But yeah, it was dope. It was cool. It was dope. 
So you were just like butt naked all weekend? We like, were. And then I took Chelsea there as well a year later. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I love that for you. And you segue very nicely. I told you, interview your goddamn self. Um, so how did you and Chelsea meet? Okay, first, can we have a little introduction of what a Chelsea is? What is a Chelsea? Yes. What is a Chelsea? Chelsea? What is a Chelsea? So Chelsea's my wife. Um, one of the most beautiful, not one of, the most beautiful human being I know. And like both inside and out, right? Oh. And I, like I said before, we are... I mean, she's my best friend. Mm-hmm. It's it's really cool getting to know someone. Um, one meeting on a dating app, which we had no idea whether things would work out or not. You know, we because no, the dating apps are both the know. ghetto hit or miss. and it's so hit or miss. Like, Absolutely. oh, I don't know if it could be me. I there's a part of me that wants to join. Um, like Bumble or Tinder just for like right. six months just to see what the fuck is up. Like also right, the swiping right. feels very therapeutic when I do it on other people's phones. <laughs> but like, yo, I don't know. It hey. can be stressful. It can be stressful. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're there stressful. to date. Right. Because like, yeah. like uh, me and people were talking about it in like a podcast episode where, um, right. that we recorded where there's something nice about dating when, you, when you're in a relationship mm-hmm. because you're like, it must be nice right. for other people, right? <laughs> like, we, there's no pressure. If you reject us, it cool. is what it is. Cool. If you don't, but like actually being on those apps with intention to date, to date, it's a lot. To find, yeah. to seek. <laughs> Woo! I don't know if it it's can a lot. be. You're totally right. No, I completely agree. Like, it's a lot and it's very stressful. Well, it can be stressful. It can be fun. You know, like, I think I had fun. I had my time back then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, like I said, it was her, um, the app. I had just come out of like a three month, you know, like situation. Where I was just hanging out with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I told myself, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a break. Like, I don't think I want to be on these apps anymore, kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, be here. So her side of the story is that she swiped on me three weeks before I actually swiped back. Because on her, you'll see who liked you. Uh Um, And it took me three weeks to get back to her. Okay. So initially- why did it take you three weeks? <laughs> the people want to know. I was know. taking a break. Though. Oh, okay. So you were on a break. I was so it's not to. Okay. So like what? You'd close the app, open it, be like, mm, yeah. close it, open on it, and be, off. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm. it's like it's also like not my life's mission now to be constantly going on dates for like forever. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think I got on it one day and I was like, oh, I saw this person last week and they had liked me and they sent me a message. Let me let me just like you know Let's see what's up. So I right looked at their pictures. I was like, oh, you're she's like cute. No, she is cute though. <laughs> She is cute, though. Whatever, girl. Very That's cute. Fine. Exactly. So cute. Yeah. So, um, and then I swipe right, and the minute I swipe right, she sent me a message and was like, "She was ready, um, locked and loaded." Um. Yeah. Like legit. She like was, didn't even waste any time. Same day was like, "Let's go on a date." I was like, "Wow." Wow. You are bold. Very <laughs> bold. I know, but it was so sweet. I mean, like, yeah, we planned a date. We met up on that day. She what was says, the first date? Right, so right. you're going to tell yeah, us? Okay, no, so you met up? Totally. Yeah, yeah. So she says that she picked, so she picked the sushi restaurant that like she really loved, went to small and cozy. And she says she deliberately picked for us to sit at the bar mm-hmm. because she wanted to sit next to me. <gasps> Strategic. Oh, as opposed to that across the table <laughs> exactly. thing. Okay. Because exactly. she was like, I'm not doing this across the table. Rubbish because wow. I mean I want to be close to you and like you know stays ready. I'm telling you stays ready. You, this I'm is like, why you must wow. Bam. <laughs> Other than the tip at the top of this podcast about clearing your cash and things like on your internet, stay ready, fam. Mm-hmm. Like just stay ready, fam. Like like Chelsea yep. didn't waste time messaging back. No games. No. And then was like, I want to sit next to you. Yeah. I want to be heat right here. Right, right here. Nice. Yeah. It was dope. It was super sweet. She um, obviously offered to pick me up. I think I refused. And I said, hey, I'll, I'll come with an Uber. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I needed to collect myself. Like, before, no, yeah. before getting there on the date. You know? Like, I can't just be climbing in a car. Right. Exactly. Also, also America is a, is a land of serial killers. You don't know. Wow. No, I mean, I mean you never know. You never know. You never know. Like a death. I mean. Oh, shit, bitch. Like you, then it's a story about an, a South African girl who went to... But oh, and we do and not then, need that story. Nope, no. So no. you got your own Uber. Got my own Uber, got there. Um, mm-hmm. Met up with her. We got in. And I think that first conversation, honestly, when we look back at it, like, it was everything. Like, we uh, talked about everything from, like, the sun to the food to life to kids to marriage to career. You, and I wow. think it was... It was ooh, ooh, 
Sorry, that's my fault. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> Life happens. Yeah, and so we talked about everything under the sun, and it was already kind of, you know, we both felt some connection mm-hmm. at that point, and I don't think it was as clear then. After, at the end of the date, she says to me, I have something for you. So I was like, oh, okay. Look, I like like Chelsea every (laughs) single word that this story goes past. Like, wow. Like, you know what? You know the way I said I missed the train? The train wasn't for me. It's okay. Don't worry about it. You're like, oh shit. This is... Like, I don't, I don't, I feel like the train would have run me over later. And you would have left me for Chelsea. And now I have all my issues. No, yeah, you're still nursing it. Yeah, anyway. So, no, you're totally right. I mean, she, yeah, she's amazing. And so she's like, okay, come to the car. I have something for you. Okay. So she walks me to her car. In my mind, I'm like, this person's trying to pull some tricks. You know, like, what is this? I'm (laughs) already called by Uber. Um, And then she walks to the passenger seat and pulls out, like, a huge, like, bouquet of flowers. Um, And... She gives it to me. Mm-hmm. The thing that literally in the moment just melted my entire existence was I looked in the center of the bunch and it was a protea. A protea? Yes. Wait, as in SA like flower? A national flower. What protea. do you, what do, wait, was this on purpose? Absolutely. I what looked at do it you and I'm mean? like, I. Uh, I know that game is. You know, one, two. One, two, one, two. That game is too deep. Nah, that I'm reporting that post. I'm telling you. If it was a post on Instagram, I must go and report it now. <laughs> what do you I'm telling you. A protea. Yeah. It was, I that game it, I, like, is I did too a double deep. take and I was like, is this a protea? She said, yeah, no. that's your natural Leon, flower. can I please get a round of applause at this point in the podcast? Like, you just need to like put a round of applause here because what a... What a wow. What a wow. Yeah. A protea. Yeah. Hello, please. Totally. Put some respect on Chelsea. I was taken. I was like, oh, wow, this person did their homework, you know? The homework. At that point, I'm trying to decide, are you really, are you a serial killer or are you, you know, are you, I, the sweetest person I've ever met? Yeah, no, because you have to. You, <laughs> one of the two, No, these questions the need to be asked. You've done you, too much hey, research. Hey, <laughs> you've done way too much research. Bam. I'm telling you. What do you mean? I know. So, yeah. And then from there, you know, we became friends. Okay. You know, okay. we took it slow. We actually really did. You know, I took her out for her birthday because her birthday's in July. Um, and the one thing that I always just remember was that was my last quarter of my master's degree. And I was so stressed at that point in my life. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that I would ever want to do when I got home from like a stressful, hectic day of submissions, presentations, and, and, and was I wanted to spend time with her. And I would call her and be like, hey, can I come over? And she would say, yeah, sure, come over. And she'd have the fire on with a beautiful have- cheese board. And she would sit on the couch. Okay, no, Chelsea's too much. I'm ending this podcast. <laughs> like, I know this is a podcast about how people are living, loving, and fucking. But, like, it's too much for the drip. Like, even for me. Totally. Like, like What? It was, it was a cheese board? Yeah. It was cheese. For me, and I a thought fire. this was just the general life she was living every day. But then now I found out, I find out afterwards, obviously after the fact, she's like, I spend half a day preparing every time. B. B. Every time you no, said you were coming the over. I, it's too much. It's too, she's too stressful. I know. I know. She what? was amazing. She was totally amazing. And yeah, we dated for a bit. She took me to, I think this is when I feel like I fell in love with her was when, I mean, I probably, I fell in love with her before. I think I told her I was like, I love her before that like, mm-hmm. completely, but October that year, so this is like after July when we met, um, she took me to Mexico for my birthday. What? We were in a Cuban club, Ugh. sweating and dancing, you know. You see, <laughs> now, now, like... now I've switched to Chelsea where I'm like, damn, <laughs> I need wait, a time machine so I could person. be like, yeah, I was on the wrong person. <laughs> I should have been like, to Chelsea, what's good though, man? I said, why am I not on the apps? I'm telling God you. God damn it, I'm dry. Look, you talk to yourself lucky. while I download the apps. <laughs> like, what, is there Wi-Fi here? So I could just... Anyway. But I'm yeah. telling you, yeah. So that's, you were, I mean, that's you were dancing, sweating now. in a club. Yeah, in a Cuban, in in a a Cuban, Cuban club, club in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. And I was like, this is she. This is she? Yeah. She is her. Wow. She, in this true is she. lesbian form, you know what I mean? Like, three, four months after you meet, you're already you holding each other. And we moved in, in together two months after that. Wait, Should okay, I so this? I don't even know if my parents know that, but we'll, it's fine. Your parents don't need to know your business, <laughs> but also they do. So 
so wait, two months later you moved. Like I've even lost all my questions. Like I would, literally, I was one on my on the way to the apps, right? <laughs> like so wait, so you went, and all of this happened by the time you moved in from yeah. first date of we're gonna call it the protea date. Yes. <laughs> to moving in was five months in total. Wait, how um, many? My my math is terrible. Yeah, five months. Five months. Wow. God damn, that is the most lesbian shit I've ever heard. I know, but super. also, this is just such a beautiful, yeah. meet cute Genesis story. Yeah. Like, and I, I love yeah. this. Okay, so the next question I have, right? Um, because um, just life things and navigating things. So y'all are a mixed wrestled couple, right? Yes, correct. How do y'all navigate that? Like, especially, yeah. I think my question was, because you clearly have like this just beautiful connection and mm-hmm. you've got this beautiful foundation. Now you're like four years in, right? Yeah. If I am not mistaken. Right. And you're living in the States. Yeah. Where like obviously race in SA is like a huge thing, but also living in the States, yeah. race is a huge thing. How do you guys even navigate that? Like, yeah. like yeah. where do you begin? Because was that even one of the question, like conversations you had yeah. in the beginning? Totally, totally. It's a big, that's a big question. And parts of that we're still navigating and we're still trying to figure out like what that means for us as a couple. Mm -hmm. I think that like race is a big thing, but also like beyond race, there's culture. Right? Damn, because the thing is, um, like, the yeah. protea is a beautiful gesture, but, like, you really are from yeah. South Africa. Yeah. Like, you're, you're from far. Different. You're not from Tennessee. No. You're not no. from Boston. You're not from... Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, this so, I mean, like, she's... So, she's from Ohio, mm-hmm. um, right? So, the Midwest of America. I'm from South Africa. Two very different cultures. Um, and when we met, what I really appreciated, like, I mean, that protea gesture was the first gesture that we had, that mm-hmm. I had, mm-hmm. right? Like, from her, where I knew that this person will do everything that they can to try and understand me and learn me and where I come from and who mm. I am. And how I, and how I present myself, how I show up in spaces. And that has been, honestly, like, the it has been the truth, like, of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been very fortunate that she is that person that, like, is really curious and interested to know and understand, like, how some things are done in our culture. Or, you know, when I say something, oh, the biggest thing is, like, when you say some things and then they don't translate, friend. Then you're spending yeah. 10 English words to explain one word in, because, like, Sitwana. <laughs> because what I love about you, like, um, and, and it's something that, and, okay, so, you know, we just got to be real on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. What I love about you is that you moved to the States mm-hmm. and you've clearly been there a hot goddamn minute, yeah, right? Like yeah. you've been there a hot goddamn Six minute. Years, yeah. And you have not come back. Like in Kenya, there's this time where we used to joke where some people would go to the airport and come back with an accent. <laughs> with the like, twang. Like, no, like, look. And, <laughs> no, and, I, and I know, like, fam. Yeah, and I know yeah. I personally have about a thousand different accents. <laughs> like anyone who's me listened too. to this podcast has known yeah, that I, I have like a thousand different accents mm-hmm. because... I've lived in so many different places. Right. And even when I met you today, there was something about you where I'm like, it feels like you have not even gone nicely to the airport. <laughs> There's been moments where I'm like, did you even leave? Yeah. Like, like you're like, oh, I live in San Francisco. And I'm like, do you though? <laughs> or do you live for there? Real, for real. Like, for or real, do you live real. there just like down the no, road? For Be- real. And, and so yeah. like, because I actually, the way you're answering the question and like the way I said, interview your goddamn self. <laughs> I actually didn't even think about the fact that, like, yeah. I just asked you about race, yeah. but, like, yeah. you are South African yeah. living in the States yeah. with a white American person. Do they identify as white? Yeah. 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 So, like, not only are you navigating that vibe, because I know even when I engage, love my African-American followers, but yeah. even sometimes, like... It's different. It's different. It's I'm like, different. we are not the same WhatsApp group. Yeah. Like, yeah. Africans sure. and African Americans, we're yeah. not the same WhatsApp group. Yeah. And then similar origins, but very different lived experiences. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the you're totally right. And I think, um, yeah, firstly, I didn't come back with the twang. Um, you did. Where's no, your twang, not. bitch? No, I did not. Sometimes, though, like I will say, also when you're living in a place, you know, and like they pronounce certain words a certain way, and you feel like you have to repeat yourself three or five times, you just end up pre- pronouncing just, it water. Yeah, just water, and not water. Yeah. So just, it's like, let me just save my like, whole energy. Like, yeah, no. Because also, Americans are very good at doing that. A lot. Where like, it's they, not English, like if thing. if you do not pronounce it exactly, they just. Don't hear they just you. And I'm like, 
I'm like, but you're you're joking. You're like, you're actually joking. <laughs> okay, I just need to tell a real quick story. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I'm very stressed by this story. So there was this time I was in the sta- I was in um New York mm-hmm. for um some work things, and I was like, I'm gonna take myself to Broadway. Right. Right. I'm just gonna take myself on a Broadway date. Mm-hmm. Broadway tickets are really expensive. Mm-hmm. Lord have fucking mercy. But that's a story for another day. Yeah. Anyway, so I in these um theaters, mm-hmm. you can buy a drink. And then later on, you can go and get... So you can buy, like, two drinks because they also know that, like, the grind is real and the queues are real. So you can buy a drink and then be like, I will come get this at the intermission. Right. So I sit next to this absolutely gorgeous man. Oh, he is so gorgeous, right? (laughs) American man, blah, blah, blah. African-American, blah, blah, blah. And so I tell him... So we're chatting and then at the intermission, he's like, can I buy you a drink? And I'm like... So I explain... And I feel like this is the accent I was using, right? right it's right. not the hardest. I don't feel it's the hardest, right? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Like, no, literally how I'm speaking now. I feel it's, it's quite neutral. Yeah. But yeah. And I explained to him that I already have a drink bought. Mm-hmm. And it's wine. And it's a white wine. Right. And um, you can just pick it up. Yeah. It's also Tiffany. <laughs> not the hardest American Wait, come name. Come on. Come on. Right? How, more, how much more English can you be? Bruh. Yeah. He comes back with a gin and tonic. And he's like, I didn't understand your accent. So I didn't know what you were asking no me way. for. Like, I feel this man was taking me for one, hey? I'm telling you. And I'm like, but you're trying to fuck me. Why you could have... If he didn't understand your accent, why didn't he ask? Also, you're trying to make... You should make an effort. You should make an effort. You were, you're literally trying to slide into put the DMs. A, put a foot forward. Oh, bruh. And he's like, your accent is so confusing. No. I'm like, oh my... God. I was like... Also, how... You're blocked. I was like, how is this accent confusing? I was so confused. I just... Anyway. But yeah, but yeah. It's, it's so bizarre. Anyway. It's bizarre. But like, but yeah. so... But she makes an active effort yeah for sure makes an active effort and like i said it is a cultural thing that you're always navigating and definitely a racial thing as well i think Mm -hmm. we've had a lot of conversations for example like if we're thinking of having children our children are going to be black like yeah you know what i mean they're going to be half black um and so what we're asking ourselves is like how do we navigate a space where we have to raise black or african-american children when none of us, her and I, have ever had their lived experience. Wild. Think about oh it. Oh, my God. I am a black oh. South African or black African who has had my own experience with race, with our history, with culture. She is a white American who has had her own history. But how do we now navigate a space where we have never had the lived experience? Because it's, it's not just about it. knowing how to comb the hair. No, it's not. It's not just about knowing, like... yeah. Is, it's, so, it's a completely to, it's different... An, it's a completely different thing. And I'll be honest, friend, I'm like, when I see, you know, the lived experience or the daily, the daily experience of, like, our African-American or, like, Black American, um, you know, fans, it's different and it's tough as mm, well. Just mm. as much as ours is, you know, has its own dynamics. But it, it really is interesting to try and see, like, how as a Black person in this country do I teach my young black kids um, how to survive? Because, because it's very they, real. Because live, that's going to be their experience. Totally. They, they are, yes, they are half South African and, yeah. you know, they're half American, but they are in that moment when they're walking down the streets, right. when they're growing up, they're yeah. African-American because yeah. that's where you're going to be living, Absolutely. right? Yeah. Like, I've never known... I mean, our parents and maybe our parents' parents have, have experienced, unfortunately, what it's like to have to, you know, to be scared walking in the street as a black person and having to navigate that. But we didn't, we don't know that. I don't, I'm, I was privileged to, you know, and I use that word very loosely, but as a black person in South Africa, I've seen more people like me. You know, I mm. see more people like me on a daily basis. Yeah. I see... Uh, and, and in spaces people, that you exactly, are occupying. In like, spaces I'm occupying, I've seen more people like me being successful and being able to, to build and move forward. I mean, we are very far from where we need to be, but it's tough. I, d- I just, you know, it's mm. one of the things that we talk about a lot when we talk about like race and, mm. and, you know, and our dynamic. I think we have had to 
um, definitely educate a lot of people around us about like where we both come from and what that entails and what it means mm. um, and breaking down the typical stereotypes, you know, um, of like either her family not understanding that like, we actually are really quite advanced. <laughs> like, like, you know, this is a thing is happening. Are, you know what I mean? And and there's a lot of things that come to it. But yeah, and it's a, it's a cultural thing. I think honestly also to say there's like most relationships, most engagements that you, you are having, you're having an intercultural exchange and an experience. And for mm. as long as, like I said, with her and myself as well, that you're open to really exploring and understanding um, what that person's lived experience is that's just the important part. So like, it's actually just understanding people on a personal and intimate level. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Because it's, it's so easy to engage with somebody on a macro level where you're like, yeah. looking at some, cause like, I cannot tell you how many times I will be talking to somebody. I'm like, you are fuck <laughs> <laughs> or you men, you know, <laughs> or exactly. you straight. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But and like actually having to, because within your, wow. Like I, I actually don't think that I, even begun to think about that. Like, even when I was conceptualizing the questions for this podcast, um, one of the things I did want to ask you was about the race, but, like, the intersectionality of your identities is is levels on levels. Because you're not having to think about that. And now that you're... So you are thinking about... So you do want to have kids and stuff like that. I mean, you know... Well... it's, It's a thinking... I mean, it is a thinking. It mm-hmm. definitely is. I mean, we've discussed this extensively. Um, we do both like the idea of having kids. I think Chelsea more than I. Um, I don't know. I think there, there are a few things about the idea of having children that kind of like has me on a pause a little bit, you know? Your because, travel would have to pause. I mean, yeah. You, that Vandalas you like, hey? Major. Or Chomam. <laughs> Because, like, look, like, even if you can afford business class tickets and things for everybody, the whole fam. I mean, it's still like, a lot. It's yeah, still taking like, on. I mean, I don't know. I view, like, having children as, like, such a critical thing. You're taking on the role of actually, like, bringing one, bringing a human being onto this earth. Fam. Also, like, crafting their lived experience for a certain amount of years. Yeah. And, and, and the certain amount of years is increasing with time, right? Yes. Because it used to be like 15, you could no. kick a fucker out, right? No, you can't do that. Now, now, like, no, there's times when even in my, like ho- my whole age, 29, <laughs> what do you mean? 30-year-olds being like, can I hold a dollar? Yeah. 40-year-olds being Come like, on. bitch, like, can Come I hold on. a dollar? Like, Come on. No, it's a lot. And I don't know, maybe, maybe there's a lot that I need to unpack there about like my idea of like children and having kids. I don't know if that really is my calling on this earth. I'll be very honest. <laughs> also, it can't, it doesn't have to be everyone's calling, hey? No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It I know really God doesn't. said go forth and populate, but also, I, we're, we're point se- seven point, what, what, we're seven billion. Almost, how many are we now? Eight billion. I, I know. Can I even Google? <laughs> can I even Google how many people on this earth? Like, it gets to no. a point. And also, I don't think we have space. How many, <laughs> many people, people on... on can, why is Google not helping me? Google needs to act fast. It needs to act faster. No, but like for real. I'm just like already we're overpopulated, you know. And I know people like I, I'm very careful about talking about kids and children. I'm super happy for my friends and people in my life who have chosen that path. Again, it's a choice mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I do believe that, you know, my purpose and my calling... Maybe it's aligned a little bit differently. You no, because your purpose and your calling right now, you are doing the most for the drip with your organization, hey? That's right. Like, I am so proud of you. Wow. Yeah, for real. And it's just like, um, you know, we, we do meet in the middle. I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty indifferent right now. What I have said is I'm like, give me until I'm like 39, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm and the te- outsource that as well. Because and the technology no for it is there. Like the way you exactly. said, outsource it. Like, yeah. Yeah, the technology totally. is there. Like you can get a surrogate. Exactly. Also, I feel like living in the Bay Area. Like I feel egg like that's freezing. one of those things. Eggs freezing. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody's like all these like tech and big companies are like, <laughs> look, put your eggs in the freezer. So we can double work back. You yeah. So I'm joking. Yeah, but also, <laughs> where's the lie? Hashtag capitalism. Hashtag girl Tell boss. You. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag lean in. Yeah, yeah, lean in. Lean in. <laughs> hashtag girl boss. Um. Oh, apparently we are 7.753 billion people oh, 8 billion. of 2022. Yeah. But it has been rising. Yeah. Um, so I think we're enough of us. I so, think we're more than enough. The world can't handle us. Um, you know, there's so many things that we are contributing to as human that are not helping this earth. And I'm just like, 
can we just fix what we have? Can we figure out, like, all these children who are homeless and who don't have a place to call home, like, can we try to figure that out a little bit? Like, let's just figure out all of the things. Yeah. And it'll be okay. For real. It'll be okay. Yeah. But I love, like, everybody gets to decide what it is that they want. And like I said, And what they need to do. Like, yeah, you do what you got to do. What about you? What about me? Oh, no. Like, look, look. You see... The reason I want kids, and this is going to sound bare nonsense, but like I can't ask people to come and leave it all on the floor. And then I'm like, "Um, no. So the reason I want kids is because, number one, pressure from my mom. Okay. Right. So like she's just like my mom has actively said, please just come drop me a baby next year. As if I'm <laughs> what dropping is it about grandparents. I don't that know. Want to have also, but like did you you not you, taking care of them? But like, did you not already raise a child? Exactly. Why are you doubling back? Me, I would be like, Woo! Like, cause my mom's living best life, playing golf, doing her thing, yeah. spending her money. I'm like, do you understand if I dropped a child, this is a group project? Let me tell you. Because because me, Absolutely. it cannot be me. Yes. And I'm like, so you think that now this child, because I can't now give this child less of a life than right. I had. No, right? exactly. Right? And that's so part like, of the thing as well, right? Exactly. Like you, you have like goals and dreams for yourself, but also like to make sure that like your children do not grow up any less than you did. So like that, because that would make no sense. a lot sense. of pressure. And I'm like, why are you <laughs> acting like I was free? <laughs> you remember those bills. And now these are going to be group bills. Yes. So that's the first one. Then I went through a phase where I just wanted to be pregnant because I just wanted everyone to just love me because I was growing <laughs> life. now. Right? But then I heard that being pregnant is hard. Yeah. Well, it up, depends, I guess. Like no, up, no, 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 no. There will be... At, no, there will be one point. Yeah. Even if it is five days and also my pain threshold on the floor. Oh, my God. So apparently there yeah. will be... Even if it's in the nine months... There will be a period because you are growing a human. Like a whole where, human being in your body. Where it will hurt. Yeah. Like, you're, it'll be sitting on your bladder weirdly yeah. or whatever. Kicking I you. hate discomfort. Yeah. So there was that. So I just wanted everyone to be like, oh my God, every time I walked into a room, yeah. people were like, oh my God, you're growing. <laughs> you're growing life. And I also wanted Sipu to constantly be at my ha- like beck and call. <laughs> so that was a reason, terrible reason to want oh to be pregnant. Goodness. Yeah. But, like, I think right now where me and Sipu are at um, is, for us, it feels like it would be our greatest group project. Right. Right? So, right. I think, weirdly enough, and I, I, this is actually the first time I'm admitting this. Yeah. If me and my partner broke up, I don't think I'd want kids. Because I'm like, I'm not going to partner with somebody else on Correct. this. Correct. No, no, because it is yeah. a partnership, hey? Right. Huge. And, like, it's a huge. It is the one of the biggest group projects you can ever embark a on. A lifetime. Because you can group walk project. away from your organization. Like, if yeah. you start, like, a business and it doesn't work out, you can be like, lawless, sozest. Declare Done. Like, right? right? Like, yeah. dismantle the assets. Right. You can't dismantle the assets of a kid. No, you can't. You can't just be like, well, this was fun. Yeah. This it's is some bullshit. It's a lifelong commitment, mm. which I think is beautiful when you feel that you, that, that is a choice and you are equipped exactly. to be able to do that. So until I feel that way, I think, you know, I know so funny, actually, Chelsea and I had a conversation yesterday and she was like, um, I think we got to speed up the process on this child story. On this child story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have an age difference of five years. And so she's just super worried about like getting to her seventies and having a 30 year old child. You know oh. what I mean? Like that kind okay. of Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Cause now you're trying to run after the child yeah, and exactly. now you creaked your back. I mean, if you're 30, I ain't running after your ass. Damn. <laughs> oh yeah. That's true. I forgot. You no, know, I was like, they'll be adults. They'll be fine. They'll survive. But also, they will be adults. They'll be okay. Wh- why are you... Re- exactly. Because, like, if you... Okay, if Chelsea was 70... Because I don't know why all of a sudden I was just like, you're 70 and the child is 35. Yeah, yeah, And I yeah. was like, wait, no, you're, you're, you're right. No, you're, not you're, you're, grown, you're a grown adult. No, you are grown yeah. folk. And I have every right 100%. to be 70. 100%. What do you mean? Exactly. <laughs> But I mean, but like, you know, no. it's one of those things. But also you are, this makes sense because you are a very considered person. You are like the organization you have grown, like so cool. is, you are so cool. You are so, actually, yeah. I'm going to actually wrap this up because yeah. like, I had, do you know I had, <laughs> I had so many more questions. <laughs> Is it the wine? Is it the wine? I'm just no, jealous. it's not even the wine. It's We're just like a really great wine, by the way. What yeah, is this, this is a really great wine. What is it? It's it's got like Wait, this really cute. 
I can't even see. No, something it's cho- daisy. no, eh, something old daisy. Yeah. Oh, daisy. I'm liking it. That's but why I have a meeting after this, but okay. You have to tell me. Okay, so we're going to yes. wrap this up. Yes. I really did have so many more questions, but like mm-hmm. you 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 blessed me so deeply on this podcast uh, and I just cuz this has been a long time coming. This has been like years. Forever. Oh my gosh. But Too where long. can people find you on the internet? And I want everything. Yeah. From your personal to your organizational. Yeah. Obviously, as per usual, guys, I'm going to put this on the show notes and it'll be thingy and I will tag and when I put it on Instagram, obviously I will tag everybody, but where can people find you on these internet streets? Awesome. In the streets. So personally, I am at Kimo Moloko, K-E-M-O-M-O-L-O-K-O. Um, I think that's like Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn and Facebook are my full name, Kimoni Moloko. And then, of course, with our organization, the Q Network. Which the Q is, Network is so fucking cool. I know, I know. <sighs> we love it. We love it. It's basically a business hub for African LBTQ plus women and non-binary entrepreneurs. We are doing all kinds of things to make sure that we are circulating that pink grand or pink dollar within our economy, right? Mm-hmm. Like for our businesses. And and because no, it's yeah. going to grow so much, the yeah. pink kwacha, yeah. the pink Thank shilling, you. the Thank pink... You. Currency, basically. I, I, I don't know. I was going to be like the pink Legos. Because what do they use? The Naira. Naira. <laughs> I was like the pink Legos. Oh, but. Yeah, all of that. So like that's at the Q network with the Q at the end instead of a KA. Um, yeah. And that's across the board on all of our platforms. And I will put this all in the show notes. Thank but you. like, you know what? I it's cannot so wait until the Q network is just out into the streets. Yeah. Like you just need to just, you just need to go regional, bro. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I mean, no, but also it's that, about right? that time. No, yeah, it's it's it it's is. happening. It is. But like, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, boo. Ah, oh, this was this fun. Been cool. Ah. <laughs> Cheers. <gasps> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>
Also, another one, it's okay to not be found attractive. This is something I personally struggled with. Because, you know, not being found attractive is like a whole rejection and it's the most and it's the most for the drip and it's just too much and you're in your feelings. It's also okay to not be found attractive. Yes, it's tough, but it's part of the journey of finding your spice and realizing you won't be everyone's spice. You might actually be a rare spice that not everyone likes, but with those people who like you, they put you in every dish, hey? And then last one is know that it is your journey. It's no one else's journey. No one else should define it. No one else should tell you what to do. No one else should tell you what steps you're at, where you should be, how you should be. And nobody business. And nobody business but your business. So exploring your sexuality, it's a full-time thing. It's a whole thing. It is a beautiful thing. It can be difficult at times, but it's also very, very doable. And that is basically life, guys. Like, that is me telling you the advice. Also, I've been lying on the address, and it's actually basically li- basically pod at gmail.com. So it also kind of explains why I've gotten no emails, because I've been telling the wrong email address. It's basically pod at gmail.com, and not what I've been saying before for like a season and a half, two seasons. It's a mess. And you know what? This is basically life. And I am your host, Tiff Mugo, telling you to calm your tits. Life is not always that serious.